guys welcome back hi guys you know we promised that we're going to be consistent can i hear it for consistency please it's called gang, gang. you get me you get me <laughs> we show up and we show out period <laughs> Okay, we're back. How, you guys uh, how are you guys? It's doing? been a how was your week? It was ah uh, okay. Sincerely, yeah. this is the most negative week ever. Really? Yeah. I mean, I you know I just think good. Yeah. Just, <laughs> but I mean, this is like something I'm I've been praying for. Yeah. I'm to get more kind. Yeah, and work. So. Yeah. Yeah, yes, cashew nuts. Mama now. used to eat. She's complaining about cashew Very nuts, you guys. Na- no, I'm not. Oh god, you know what? I'm not doing that. <laughs> oh yeah. What's that to be for today? Okay, so guys, today we're bringing something a little more educative. Will I say? Uh, but still fun. But like, we want you guys to maybe learn from our experiences. <laughs> not us. We're always talking about what we know. We can't be pass our Seriously, we're talking <laughs> from experience, and that's it. Yeah. So we're talking about. They were talking about basically roles around entrepreneurship. The topic basically is customers are always right or not. <laughs> so what do you guys think? I wish I could hear what you guys think. But anyway, yeah. what do you think? Okay. So for me. I actually believe that sometimes customers can be right but yeah. not always. It's important to start with, especially for those that maybe are listening to us for the first time because we're excited to always get new listeners that we're both entrepreneurs. T, right. T, what's your business? Um, I'm a fashion designer. Hair. I make gorgeous, gorgeous dresses for gorgeous, Hair. gorgeous girls. <laughs> I can't stand you. <laughs> Concerts and um into weddings, birthdays, themed events. <laughs> yeah. So Basically really, the turn up queen. <laughs> so yeah, so we're gonna be sharing your experiences about that. So what do you yeah. think about your customers? Always right or where do you get a lot of your customers from? Let's start with that. From referrals. Referrals. So yeah. like social media. Mm, okay, yes. Some okay. social media but like majority yeah. of my sales and patronage has from referrals from my friends, yeah. my siblings, and all that family and friends. Yes, referrals. Yeah, same and honestly, same. Yeah. Yeah. Same. And maybe a couple. I have one like social media, but one of them were referrals of people that knew me and knew me. Exactly. Yeah. So yeah. I wish we can meet more people in person so they will know. Yeah. yeah we have to split it in person referrals and yeah. social media referrals. <laughs> So, what would you say has been your most annoying like customer experience? Uh, I don't believe my customers will listen to the but okay, let me just yeah. say the bad that happened recently yeah. was during Ramadan. Yeah. So this person came to mind. I was like, ah, oh, please. I need to make this clothes. I need to wear this. Okay, she came on Wednesday and said she needed to wear the clothes to take the clothes on Friday morning around 5 a.m. Yeah. She lives close to me, so yeah. that's like proximity. Yeah. yeah. And I thought I had something that I was working on, and okay, actually, I did not remember. You know, we are busy, but you're not like you're busy, but you're not able to think about things. Yeah. Probably. So you just. Have so to, yeah. when she said. Um, when she just came, I didn't even remember that 
Wednesday was Wednesday. Yeah. It's just regular day. And when she said, Oh, I want to make a dress and I'll take your friend, I was like, Oh. So okay. you, you just didn't think that you had like less than 72 hours exactly. to make your Exactly. Okay. I didn't think about yeah. that. So I was like, Ah, I'm busy, oh, and all those things. And she was like, Please, please, and all those things. Okay. I called the price. She said, Uh uh-huh. uh. But you know, I've never patronized you before now. Yeah. Let me please do this as the first time I said, Okay. I made it so a major discount everything. A major discount. So this yeah, just the factors are just building up. You get yeah. Then when um okay, so you know we're working on some things that should be ready on Friday as well. Mm-hmm. I asked Jane. Jane is my assistant guys. I asked mm-hmm. Jane to like quick to sleep over so that we can do like nights yeah. and do overtime like and she should sleep over. So now Jane is young. Yeah. She left her parents' house to come to mine. Yeah. She did not tell them that she was not coming back that night. Are you serious? Yes, now. So when she got, I mean, of course, they thought she was going to work and then coming yeah, back. Yeah, because that just happened that day. So I told okay. her to sleep. Yeah. And now she had to call her mom from my place. From my place. So now, that's, I'm trying to build up the case mm-hmm, new. Mm-hmm. So I mean that night, so Wednesday through um, Thursday night, we worked on the previous mm-hmm. jobs and we tried to clean everything out. Mm-hmm. So Thursday evening, mm-hmm. like, Thursday during the day, mm-hmm. Jen had already cut the dress and all that. Mm-hmm. So in the evening of Thursday, I can remember vividly because it was before 7 p.m. and I'd complained of mosquito bites before. <laughs> I think we opened the door or something. Mm-hmm. So that night, that's the Thursday night. I called um, Jane to get fleet and then we fleet the house and everything. So we're waiting outside when my when the, this person came again to ensure that yes the outfits yes it's going to be made that night. She even begged Jane not to sleep. So all through the night while I was doing my tattoos and everything, Jane was making clothes. All through the night we did not sleep to ensure that that clothes was ready by four. When she came, she came to knock on my door like four or four one like to knock on my door. I was like, oh, I said okay, the dress is ready. Just try it on and everything. She tried it on, it fit, but there was a little bit of um, little bit of something that she said no. She'll take it like I said. Don't worry, don't worry. Just go pack your things and everything. Get ready and by the time you come back, it will be ready. You don't even need to fit again. So now. Okay, so on Wednesday, I told her to give me like 70% of um, the fee because that's what I would need to start. And I can't start without yeah. getting something. Mm-hmm. So she did send me some money. And she was supposed to pay me when she came to pick her dress. Mm-hmm. But I was praying at the time. I just finished that. So it was like, I mean, four, moving to 5 a.m. Mm-hmm. So you have to like do another prayer and those things. So I was praying. Then she opened because, I mean, Someone that usually comes to my house but has never been my customer. Yeah. Now, so she opened my door and she said I was praying. She just closed it and told Jane. So Jane told me this in the morning that she said, Oh, she's going to pay when it's bright and clear. And she couldn't do something that she said she wanted to do for me. And all those things. So I was just like, ah, okay, no problem. But I was a little bit disappointed because I was expecting her to pay immediately just for the fact that you already we made the effort mm-hmm. and we made sure that the dress was ready. So now, I don't want to even, I'm giving like details, details. 
But basically, Sha, I messaged her. I said, yeah, where's my money? She said that, okay, she didn't respond. She didn't pick. Somebody picked her phone one time and said she was not around. I was like, okay, when she's back, Sha, I should have sent her that. Guy, I told you would have paid my money by this time. Mm-hmm. It's actually the effort that we went through. Mm-hmm. And you promised Jane something. So I don't even care if you don't see you. Mm-hmm. But this is business. Mm-hmm. Just do what you have to do. Mm-hmm. I called. I was like, wait. No, then she, yes. So I did that. So now, she now sent some money to me. That is not the exact amount we had agreed on. That's the balance of the exact amount. We had. And after I was like, wait, you sent me this amount. And then she was like, yeah. And I said, um, why? Mm-hmm. She was like, I wanted to pay such amount before. I just decided to pay this amount. And she's doing you a favor. Ah! This is why you are my soulmate. <laughs> this is exactly why. Because everybody, everybody, I called my, I told my sister because I was hurt. Yeah. You, you guys don't remember that day I said, I, yeah, I was crying. So I was pissed. like, I was hurt. Yeah. So it's like, as per you that you came to beg me, as in, that you could na- literally, literally like kneel on the floor like this for to beg to, me for me to make this dress for you, only for you to not pay me I now make money. Kids. And you are not telling me that you wanted to pay this amount before. You now pay like <laughs> I just asked your life for pay. <laughs> I can that, that that was the thing that upset me because yes. the time that I was in, I was in the month of Ramadan. You could have asked me for my head. There is a possibility that I will give it to you. As a, do you understand? Yeah. You could have asked for anything. Of course, anything that is not around. Yeah. I would be like, do you? <laughs> I would have done it. Yeah. I mean, I'd call this amount for you and I give you a significant discount. Yes. If you can do me a little bit, maybe bring your son that I like and yeah. say, talk to Auntie. Yeah. Do you understand? Yeah. Would have, yeah. Or I would have given her time to pay me back. Maybe yeah. it's too tight for me to reduce. Yeah. I would have given her time to pay like me plan or yeah. something. Yeah. I get what you mean. Look, ah, I, I think I think it's something that is uh, there's the audacity in the end. The nerve! Now audacity. You guys, let me. I I said this thing several times. Mo besarami koja in my mashallashi. I did not pass my. I did not pass my boundary. I know my target audience, and I never for once went to a place and said, please patronize. Me. Yeah. So she literally. With mask, they go. Yeah. Do you understand? You know my target is levels. You get. <laughs> I didn't have that time back to you before. Uh-huh. Okay. What the added I said earlier was that. Yeah. I didn't pass my boundary basically. Yeah. I didn't. You didn't I know never her basically. Like you know, you kind of have sized up and be exactly. like, this is not mine. And look, that's important. Maybe that's see, there are so many tips hidden in this whole story. Mm-hmm. Maybe one I should really point out is your ability to determine your target market and just work with them. Don't go see people that are not meant to be your target market. They'll come, they'll come for and street. Street. Yeah, yeah. Oh, for street for you. like two days. I was just thinking about it. I just you, I, I sent a voice on to you guys. I was yeah. like, it's not even about the money. It's because the, the, it's the audacity, it's the nerve, it's the it's the disrespect, it's the ah uh, God. No, <laughs> guys, I not lie. I see her. You know me now. You know me, not if I'm passing my phone down. I was like, ah, density is the density. density. Come and see me typing stuff. I was, I was so pressed. I was so angry. Yeah. And now, this is another thing. I was angry about the situation. Yeah. Then I now got angry with the fact that I got angry during the month of Ramadan. Yes, yeah, so it was like a spiritual it was just mental, like, everything was just uh, happening. I was like, yeah. how did I even allow this person to get to me this month? Yeah. Because, girl, I tear ground. Yeah. This, 
the things I send to her as text messages, uh-huh. I blocked and blocked every fucking level of Period. Everybody that I know that is close to her, I blocked everybody. I because I don't want anybody to come and text me and say, boy, you said something. Because of course I will not deny you. Yeah, because you said what you said, period. ability to do a job mm-hmm. and then you actually doing the job mm-hmm. so like if you kind of know that okay there's you had existing work happening mm-hmm. you could have just maybe not collect i mean i understand the emotional aspect which is yeah. a very serious i can't want to get into like my little experience that i have because i feel like i've been very lucky but because my industry and especially when i'm planning if I, no matter what event i'm planning as long as it's a family themed event it's always very emotional mm-hmm. so she came from an emotional point of view you know yeah. you guys don't stay far from each other you mm-hmm. have maybe a, a cordial relationship and just, yeah and i just thought yeah. i mean she's never asked she exactly but as well this. yeah so maybe next time i'll be like i want to be nice right now but let me just be realistic true yeah like I want to be nice. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't did, did actually think it. Yeah, I was. I was doing too many things. Exactly. I knew it was doing your mother was Exactly. So, so it was just. I was. I didn't even think it through. Yeah. And it was after like, I was just like Jane. I made a mistake. Yeah. I didn't even yeah. know that like, the mistake would come and bite me. See yeah, my finish or walking and me. I just ignore yeah, it. Yeah. You should listen um, as a yeah. business. See, as a human being. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But some guys you have a pure heart because if I would get But as a good person, you should mm-hmm. always listen to your intuition. Like mm-hmm. never ignore it. Once it's nudging you towards something, just. Try and maybe think about why it is, think about the prob- probabilities and wins. Mm. But like I said, for me, I feel like I've been very lucky with my experiences. I've only had maybe like, okay, so with every event, right? I say this to like everybody that is open, open to hearing about my event planning, like processes. I say like anything that can go wrong in an event, anything that can possibly go wrong will go wrong. Like I keep saying that. So there are times where I'm planning an event and something is going completely left. And those are parts of my experience. But I feel like the one that stood out to me the most that I was so stuck. So it was this wedding I had planned and I was gassed about the wedding because I had planned the entire wedding virtually. So I was in Lagos, in school was doing internships. So I was doing my internship and then writing exams because we had yeah. exams too and then I was planning that event so my, my multitasking abilities are just I'm just also oh, glad you understand I was glad about my <laughs> and everything so I had planned everything and I think the first red flag for me with the planning process was my processes include like the um we have an initial consultation so you mm-hmm. come tell me oh you 
I have so and so event to plan, blah blah blah. And I said, you know what, if you have some time, I'll do a free initial consultation. So I did an initial consultation and understood what the couple wanted. Mm-hmm. And my next step is really to go ahead and create a mood board for them. So I went and created this mood board that contained everything from decoration to food to usher, like anything that could be part of that event. Mm-hmm. And I had shown them in a presentation in a, a different meeting and I shared it with them and I told them, like, and another thing with, okay, so another thing with me is I tend to enforce contracts. Between okay. myself and my clients, myself and all of the vendors involved mm. in that event. Well, because that wedding was the guy was, oh yeah, he was my best friend in high school. There was an emotional part of it, so yeah. I did not. In fact, it was emotional times too. It was a wedding and it was a close friend's wedding. Mm. His mom like still called me maybe a couple weeks ago, checking on me and thanking me for the event that I had planned sometime last year. Mm. And we're, so we we're just basically that close. So I just give a contract. And the part of my contract to my client is that my mood board must not go out. But I verbally communicated that to them. Like, this mood board is meant to be between us. And then when I get my vendors, I pass information to my vendors as well. Blah, 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 blah. Less than a couple days, like a week later, a couple days later, this the bride is sending me a decorator's number. Another part of my contract is that you do not, as long as you pay me to do your events, you do not reach out to vendors. If you like a vendor, you can you can tell me, oh look, Ray, I like this person. Look into this person and find mm-hmm. out how we can get this person part That yeah. is my job. Mm-hmm. I don't want I don't need you to communicate with vendors because you begin the negotiation process. Mm-hmm. And taking negotiation in my MBA only opened my eyes. To why the negotiator that starts it must be the one to complete yeah. exactly, or at least there must be a succession process. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my clients there can't be a succession process. So she goes ahead and gives my mood board to the decorator, and the mood board the decorator sends my mood board to me. I'm like, how, how, how do you have my oh mood my board? So that was the first red flag. Anyway, we planned everything virtually and. So this includes like getting vendors, contracting them, getting them to sign contracts, doing everything. I went to Abuja a week before, or like a couple days before the wedding. When it was on a Saturday, I think I got into Abuja on a Tuesday or Wednesday. And I missed a piece of the information, which was very important. We planned ceiling decorations and we did not consider if the venue was going to accommodate ceiling decorations. So imagine you're going to an event hall and everywhere is like, I look at the ceiling and say, He's drunk. Ah, oh I'm like, okay. And you're working on a tight budget. You know, when you have sponsors for your wedding, mm. the budget is usually very tight. So we couldn't, we weren't flamboyant. So at that point, my budget had closed officially. I wasn't allowed to request or get any more money. So I speak to the venue. The venue was like, no, we have a policy. Okay. I speak to the decorator. The decorator was like, the only way she can decorate this thing is if she gets something for it, a, like a scaffold to, you know, like hangers and everything. Then she puts it up and it hangs it. And it was going to cost us an extra 200,000. <laughs> I called the sponsors. I don't want me daddy, please. <laughs> They're like, no. Of course, I should not even call them again. I called the couple, you know, trying to make them understand the situation and apologizing. If I took the entire blame because I feel like if I had done a lot of things according to my original processes, mm-hmm. I wouldn't have been experiencing that. That's not your fault. Well, that too. And then it was virtually, so I couldn't have taken notes of that as well, which is something that is in fact, it's one of the first things I ask any venue I go to now, like, what is your student decoration? Mm-hmm. So I have to put that in the budget. By the end of the day, it became so complicated that the bride now calls the decorator to install the decorator. The bride calls me. 
to insult me. It becomes the mother-in-law is telling me how the bride is the one at fault. So I'm understanding that the kids say, oh. <laughs> So imagine me, I'm in the middle of a mess. Mother-in-law, bride, decorator. The chaos was in my and I had let's see seven hours. I was my head was going like this. Like it was spinning. And and another thing it's very sensitive because I can't say this person said that. Because if I go tell the mother in law what the bride is saying and the bride what the mother in law is saying. No 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 the catalyst in Jesus. But it was such a complicated situation and I think at the end of the day, what saved my ass was I was able to look inwards, and I think maybe that would be my my tip. Um, sometimes when you're in a situation and you're struggling to find a solution, we are always looking out like who, who can help, who can help. Maybe you should look within yourself and within your team. So find strength. Exactly, find strength inside of yourself. So with I remember that I had somebody that was doing lighting. So my lighting person had the instruments and tools needed to hang whatever we get to hang and he was able to do it for free and that's yeah. how I was able to do it I said <laughs> that's how I was able to shout out to you shout out to, I'm not going to cry no we're not going free yeah. but shout out to you but <laughs> I mean yeah. even in the midst of the very tricky yeah. ones we have amazing customers yeah. we have some customers that are, that are just amazing am I, am I your favorite customer? No, I will slap you because this was my romantic moment. Ah, okay, yes. <laughs> you know I don't used to lie. Oh. Okay, well I might like your second. Okay, favorite. no, uh, you're in my top five. Five? I said top five. That's disrespectful. Wait, I, okay, wait. What if I say um top two but you're not two? That means you're one. So I'm saying top five but not five. Uh, no, so that's I'm what four. You're dumb. That's such a dumb analogy. <laughs> So, no, I need. Whatever. Okay, when I say top five, doesn't mean you're in number five. I don't care if I'm number four. Yeah, number. I'm not number one. Oh no, I'm number one. You're probably two or three. I don't like that. It's it's cool. It is what it Mm, is. Two or three, Thanks. Whatever. So this, what was I even talking about? The great good the ones that are not. Maybe great and and. I think you (laughs) got Yeah, but I tell you, I, I like to be a good customer. Like, mm. not forgetting moral now. Like, I'm that kind of person on Instagram that when I DM a vendor, I DM with every information. Like, I'm the kind of person like I want this inside this. This is my address. Mm-hmm. Send me your account. Like, I don't want it to last more than two back and forth. Mm. I don't want complex. So I try to be a so a a good customer. I, I cannot say I'm always like a good customer because I don't have patience. Oh, okay. No, not in the not in that horrible, horrible manner yeah. to get. But sometimes I can be like a little bit unpleasant as well. Yeah. But I've met like more amazing mm-hmm. Make your job easy. Mm-hmm. You know the styles that you want, or you can describe or you know like describe an image for me to like see the same page as mm-hmm. you. Give me your style. Let's just talk about it and. First of all, you tell me, come and sketch for me. Let me talk. I'm I'm talking about the bad ones. Why the good ones? Yeah. Made my job so easy. Like, when I was done with her dress, and she she didn't have like the time to do like fittings and everything, I had to send it to her. It was perfect. Because she 
allowed me to do mm-hmm. my work. And then she was sure of what she wanted. Yes. I was able to like customers don't know what they, they want. Know. Especially with, like when you're in the ready and uh, not ready to wear. Like when you're in the bespoke, bespoke industry. Even and like, fitting is key. Yeah. And even in services, a lot of customers come to me. They don't know how can you be so customer I there's some customers that come and ask me for snow and your budget is like <laughs> please. The ones that will bring Vicky James The ones that will I'll be pricing in on sale I see, can't oh you, like, can't you respect your budget? <laughs> respect, if you listen to me, respect you from now on <laughs> Respect your budget If you want me to bring, if you ask me for snow I can go to Antarctica and bring the snow Just have the money Praise Have the money, me. have the Praise money Speak in the billions ah. I'll bring it in the pound sellings <laughs> not in the naira's ah tell me about your good experience my good experience um oh gosh okay so i had this this person that like you said she, i think the best thing is she knew what she wanted mm-hmm. like in fact there were so many middle men in the process so i was it was for a teenager i can't remember how much she was turning now but she was a teenager and wanted like a cute teenagers are supposed to be problematic exactly but her mom and her cousin that contacted me were now the buffer between both of me and the girl mm. so the communication was smooth it was also like virtually planned because i wasn't in Lagos. it's so crazy how most of my events are never because it's always in the same state so i was in abuja i planned everything in fact even the souvenirs mm. because i run the souvenir company yeah, with yeah. my partner so i they i got into the souvenirs provided for them shifted with myself and my ass to Lagos and I can't it was a beautiful event it was amazing and then vendors that can I think communication is key comprehension too is key mm, true, true, true. so for my ability to say clear what I want and the ability to understand that's why I will forever stick to mood boards that's why you enjoyed that girl too because she's kept she was able yeah. to describe with words what with images wanted. what she wanted and just makes her job easy mm, video call together yeah. it's like they're professional as well but yeah. just, the ability to communicate who have a communication day tips and tricks to helping us just basically tips on how you can deal with like okay so tips uh i've shared like five yes so yes, go true. back and listen to those five then true that come back <laughs> <laughs> I would say, uh, said communication, clarity, comprehension, mm-hmm. um, honesty, decisiveness, mm-hmm. honesty, yeah. um, knowing when to be nice and when you can't accommodate the situation, right, right. Um, integrity, because a lot of people are wicked. That one, you like it. I was I'm just waiting for the day that they would mistakenly want that to my door and <laughs> Try, you guys. No, so, so you yes. have to like be prayerful as well. And 
be passionate about whatever it is that you're doing. Yes. Because when they try you, you just think that you know what it's for the greater good. Of, because of course, like see, because there's not that advice you can't take away. Please, if you are doing any business, know what you are doing, mm-hmm. and and like do your research. Have enough for it as well. Yeah. I can't ever emphasize this, guys. Please do your research. Don't go into a business that you do not know about. Test your market. Use your friends. We have a friend. Top way. Top way. Zena again. Zena conglomerate. You get me? So every time she, when she said her scent business, she used us as her skin books. Like, mm-hmm. smell and smell and smell. And so she got something that, you know, I would say was able to be presented, presented to the market. So please do your research. Know what you're doing. You know what people do. Especially and she made sales in. Ah, like mine. Well, you get, you know, people they just open their mouths and talk about things that do not concern them, get into businesses that do not concern them. Please, mm-hmm. get no way, call your way. We are trying to figure it out. No, eh, we're not perfect. Every day we are learning. Yeah, so please, we're trying to figure it out. We're telling you too because these are some things that we do yeah. as well. I think we talk a lot today. Eh, we try, sure. I hope you didn't bore them <laughs> We love you guys. Thank but you I guys. mean, we're always passing vibes, so there's no yeah. way to work because our stories are juicy. Dreams. Dreams. We got the juice. <laughs> <laughs> Bye, guys. <laughs>